right. Oh, I gotta, I gotta lower this a little bit. There we go. What's happening? I feel like I was just doing this. Oh wait, because I was. Got my coffee. Okay, we're ready. And here we go. In three, two, one. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Wednesday, March 4th, 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Ah, oh, man. Good times, good times. So, uh, last night we had our sixth episode of Martial Arts Radio Live. That's right, we went live for an hour at 8 p.m., and I'll be uploading that here to YouTube at some point today. Uh, you should see a notification about it premiering tonight. So you can check that out, see all the fun we had. It gets a little better each time. Uh, the, the thing that we have to work on now is the delay. Uh, there's a delay. Good morning, Stacy. Stacy was with us last night. There's a little bit of a delay, a little bit about 20 to 30 seconds, and that makes it really hard for me to in interact. Good morning, Gabe. Uh, so I just wanna see if we can fix that. I don't know if that's my internet or how much of that's my internet, how much of that is Facebook, but we'll figure it out. Because we don't have that delay here on YouTube. And I don't want to do another YouTube show. But we'll figure it out. We do, right? Oh, well, man, yesterday, yesterday was a pretty productive day. Uh, unfortunately, we had two of the three. So I said yesterday that there were three interviews scheduled. I was wrong. Uh, there were three meetings scheduled. It was uh, an interview in the morning and the afternoon, and then there was another meeting. I'm sorry, there was a meeting in between for a client. That client no-showed, and then the evening interview no-showed. Uh, both of them got their times wrong. I don't understand people. I really don't. I don't know how... Well, I know what happened in each of these cases, but just every time. Not every time. It's just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating when someone says they're going to do something or be somewhere and they're not. And and I have a hard time empathizing with that because I don't do that. I don't cancel things. I don't, if I tell you I'm gonna do something, I do it. And I've always been that way. Even if it's to my detriment to continue showing up, I made, I made an obligation. I gave you my word. And so I'm gonna keep it. And Maybe that's inconvenient for me at times, but I think I'd like to be known as someone who keeps their word rather than someone who might show up when they say they will. It's all right. We've got uh, five episodes ready to go. I recorded intros and outros for like a half hour yesterday, and those are all in process now. One of them comes out on Monday, and then that gives us a month. And that's right where I like it. I like four episodes. So if we can just average an episode a week in recording, we'll be good to go. I know we've got one scheduled for next week. And I actually, I closed up the rest of, I asked Blessed to close up the rest of next week. Because we've had a lot of, you know, two and even three scheduled on a day. Just trying to build the buffer back up. So, but we're there. What else happened yesterday? Gabe says, integrity is so underrated these days. I agree. 
don't know how much of people know showing is integrity. I think if they are indifferent to it, then yeah, there might be an issue with integrity there. Um, you know, one of the people yesterday had some time zone issues. They, they apparently couldn't figure out when we were recording, which I don't, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I did a bunch of work on the back end, you know, just stuff related to Amazon and inventory and ran out, grabbed some cat food, did a couple other errands, went to the bank. But most of the time I was just at my desk. I did take a break yesterday uh, for a couple hours knowing that I was going to be up late and wanted to make sure I was fresh for my interview. So basically once that guy canceled or didn't show up, I, uh, I hung out. And by, see, my version of hanging out is I'm gonna do the dishes and put laundry away. You know, there's always something to do. So I did that. Watched a little bit of TV. Now today, what's going on today? Today, today I don't have to be anywhere until I coach CrossFit this afternoon. Oh, I think this is, yeah, I think this is the first day we start boot camp back up. So I have four classes in a row. Jeremy's going to be tired. That's a lot of work. That's okay. Um, so I got that. I'm going to try to get to the gym on my own. It's Wednesday, so I got to do the books. And what else? Just a bunch of miscellaneous stuff. I'm going to try and do some writing today. So I think I've got a pretty good plan laid out. I think I know how this is going to go. We'll see. The question always is, how productive can, how productive I am relates to how motivated I can get. You know, and if I can go right from first cup to my desk or to my most important task and just handle that, I tend to feel good about myself. I tend to feel accomplished, and then the rest of the day goes great. But if I don't go right from first cup to something and I get distracted and other things that don't matter, then Next thing I know, it's 10 o'clock, and I'm just, uh, I just feel like a bum. <sighs> what else is going on? I'm trying to think. That's it. That's all I got. Nothing really new, nothing really fancy. Yeah, let's do the question thing. Remember it. Remember, if you want to ask a question, drop it below and I'll answer it tomorrow. Uh, just a little bit of a follow-up on yesterday. We were talking about health and nutrition and a number of things. And Frank writes in, one easy way to help your liver that I am now trying is to just add lemon wedges to my water. I've heard some very encouraging things about lemon. I've heard some good stuff about lemon too. I can't remember specifically what. <laughs> Uh, I don't, I, I can't speak to lemon and the liver. Yeah, Stacy says, it's hard to have new things between 8 p.m. and 6.30 a.m. It really is. It really is. I've considered not doing first cup the morning after live, but it's a lot easier to say we do the show every weekday morning at 6.30 instead of we do the show every weekday morning at 6.30 except for the first, except for the, the Wednesday after the first Tuesday. You know, that's just, that's just weird. So, 
Come here. Come here. Here it is. All right. A clever person solves a problem. A wise person avoids it. Albert Einstein. We do have, and I speak completely from experience, we do have a habit in society of taking pride in doing things, even if those things shouldn't be done. It's almost like, hey, let me just pour this coffee on the floor and then feel good about mopping it up. Well, let's just not pour the coffee on the floor in the first place. One of the things that I've been working on is getting rid of tasks that don't matter. Saving my energy, saving my efforts for things that are important. And that's hard because I get to feel really good about checking off boxes and getting those little things done that take five minutes, 10 minutes. Look at all these check boxes. One of the things that I do to maintain the chaos in my life is I keep a calendar and that calendar has a lot of stuff on it. And I used to, once I had completed a task, you know, slide it up, you know, so if I, if I did something between nine and nine 30, it would be in that, you know, nine and nine 30 slot, my calendar. But I've been doing this for, 10, 15 years. I almost never go back and look at, when did I update that Amazon listing? I don't do that. So what I've started to do, which I think I like better, and I, I'm, it's too early to tell, is I'm deleting those tasks once I accomplish them. And I think what that will allow me to do is, instead of feeling the pride of hey, look at all these little things I did. Like, I checked my LinkedIn profile today, which is literally something on my to-do list. As I delete those things, once I do them, I can look at my calendar and see, oh, I can't ignore this thing anymore. It's, it's there. It's the only thing there. I have to focus on this. And I think that that might help. So we'll see. Who knows? I don't know yet. We'll find out. I'll report back. Teach them correct principles, and the people will govern themselves. Hiram Smith. I agree to a certain point. If you take a look at governance, and I don't just mean government, but governance, The smaller the group, the more it tends to work out. Not always. But I think if you were to poll most people, they would say that they are more satisfied with their local government than they are with their state government, and even less so with their national government. And I think there are a couple reasons there. First, I think the bigger it gets, the more complex it gets, so the innate that innate complexity leads to frustration. Two, I think there's a distance that makes it easier to criticize. For me to criticize my town government means to 
speak poorly of people that I know. We don't generally like to speak poorly of people we know. And then the third thing I'm thinking of, there's this, I forget what it's called, but this, this idea that there are only so many people that we can know. It's something like 150. And there are even social media websites that launched trying to, hint to do this where you were limited to 150 connections and the idea is that you would constantly update that to reflect who the most important 150 people were. Very few of us live in a town of 150 people or, or fewer. But the people we interact with in that town probably are limited to 150 or most likely far less. So we feel better about it because we're more involved in it. This tribal aspect. And I think that this is part of the frustration that we all experience with social media is that once we break that barrier, that 150, and it, you know, it's not an exact number, but most of us have far more, far more than 150 people on our Facebook pages. Once you break that, it just becomes chaos. I don't think our brain divisiveness that's happening, as much as I, I fully believe it's fueled and, and intended by the media to keep us watching so they can sell us ads, I think part of it is an innate desire to find the people in our tribe. Well, you don't believe in that thing that I believe in that's important to me, so I'm going to push all of you away and push all of you away. And who's left? Ah, here's my tribe. Now, what does that relate to what I'm saying here? Let me get it exact. Teach them correct principles and the people will govern themselves. I don't think they need to be taught principles. I think we all know. I think we know what is right or wrong. And what's right for me and my tribe might be a little different than what's right for you and you, your tribes. But I think if left to handle our own stuff, we do it. I have this saying that I coined many, many years ago. It may not be mine, but I never heard it. I've never heard anyone else say it. People are like goldfish. They grow to the size of the bowl that they're put in. We rise to our expectations. If you expect very little of people, they won't do much. You leave them with no choice, they'll do it. And I think that that's what local governance is. You see people step up that, you know, I don't really want to do this, but somebody's got to do it. You know, that kind of attitude. The stuff somehow seems to get done. I think it's the insistence from others who know better to create issues. Stacy commented that she left more than a hundred groups last night. I don't blame you. I have, if you take, if you were to look at the inside of my Facebook profile, you would see that a huge number of groups and people are unfollowed. I haven't unfriended them. I'm not out of the group. 
I'm just not, I just don't want to see what they're saying. I just don't want to participate. Well, then why would you? Because some of the people that I've unfollowed are people I actually really like. But the thing I dislike about them is the one thing that they use Facebook for, which is spreading negativity or hate or lies or divisive information. I go on social media for entertainment and connection. Um, are you, if you take a look at my Instagram or Facebook or heck, I, I started using TikTok for this the other day. It's dog videos. Just show me, show me dogs being silly. Like that's just, that's just what I want. I want to laugh. I want to be entertained. I don't, I don't want to pretend that we're solving the world's problems on Facebook. Because guess what? We're not. I'm going to make a bold statement here. There. I needed to move it. The uh, bracket was on the volume button. Probably wasn't going to be good long term. I'm going to make a bold statement. Nothing anybody posts politically is helpful. I don't see people changing their ideas because of what's posted on Facebook. I do see people informing, but I don't see opinions changing. So then what's the point? People do it to make themselves feel better, to make themselves feel like they're participating in this process. I don't want to go further because I'm, we're bumping up against making political statements and that's something that we do not do with Whistlekick. A cynic is a man who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. Oscar Wilde. Price of everything, the value of nothing. Everything has a cost. It's not always just monetary. The cost of a black belt. It's a lot of time. It's money. But what about the value? I've never spoken to someone who regretted earning their black belt. Hmm. I think that's a new quote. I think I'm going to write that down. I've never met anyone who regretted earning their black belt. So I keep a list of quotes, and if you've read the Martial Artist Handbook, you've seen that there are a bunch of them in there. And this is exactly how it goes. As I talk to people, here, voice record this. I've never met someone who regretted earning their black belt. Boom. So I've continued that list of quotes, and I don't know what we're going to do with them, but sometimes they pop up on social media. Sometimes they... No. That's the only other thing that they've been used for. I don't know, maybe they'll go into the second edition of the book, or another book, who knows. I'm working on more books. Working on more things. There's so many more things to work on. 
That's good stuff. We got this. We're moving forward. Strength and conditioning program. Scheduled the... I'm getting way off track. <laughs> Sorry, forget that. Uh, somebody remind me, I'll talk about that again tomorrow. All right. A cynic is a man who knows the price of everything and the value of nothing. See, this is the, uh, the hopefully entertaining part of listening to me ramble before the coffee fully kicks in, is that you never know what you're going to get. Oh, there's a little bit of a, a Forrest Gump moment right there. If you focus on the cost of things, you're not going to have anything of value. Money doesn't really have value other than its ability to be converted into other things. Money is a store of time and knowledge. So if I am sitting on a pile of money and I don't want to spend it on anything, how satisfying is that life going to be? I can't, I can't buy everything, but I should be buying some things, whether it's physical possessions that bring me joy or knowledge or experiences or travel. I mean, just... I think sometimes we get really wrapped around the axle on what things cost and that things cost too much. Yeah, they do. So you have to be choosy. You have to be creative. I get emails every day for flights that cost $200. When I was a kid, flights were way more money than that. And that's in old money. Flights are so much less expensive. So many things are less expensive. You just gotta pick your priorities. Focus on value. Focus on delivering value. Delivering value in your personal life, in your professional life. If you're a martial arts school owner or instructor, deliver value to the people you're teaching. They'll come back. The only reason anybody stops coming to class is because what they pay financially in time and the things that they miss out on becomes more valuable to them than what they learn. So if you have a problem with turnover, you need to find a way to deliver more value. It's not their fault. It's their choice. If it's anybody's fault, it's, your, it's the instructors. So. All right. I got some homework for you. Hang tight a minute. Don't forget, we do this show every weekday morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern, here on YouTube. Catch it later at firstcupwithjeremy.com or in your podcast feed. If you haven't, make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications so you can go live with us and check out everything else that we do like tonight when we rebroadcast Martial Arts Radio Live from yesterday. If you have a question, and I would love for more people to chime in with questions and comments and things that I can respond to, drop it below. That's the best thing to do, and I'll respond to it tomorrow. Thank you to those of you who are doing so. Thanks, as always, to Frank for his help in production of this show. And now for your homework. I like this idea of looking at things from a, a 
dichotomy of cost versus value. If I look at the things that I have, this mug, the coffee in it, the tripod that the phone is on, those have a value. At one point, they had a cost. What are the things in my home for which the value did not exceed the cost? Because if I'm going to buy something, if, I'm gonna, if something is going to move from a cost to a value, I have to believe, at least in the moment, that the value exceeds the cost. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. If a loaf of bread is $500, I'm not going to buy that loaf of bread. But if that loaf of bread has magic properties that make me live forever, maybe I buy that loaf of bread. So I'd like you to take a moment at some point today and just take stock of what's around you. A more uh, negative way to look at it could be, what are the things that I've paid for that I regret? And I don't want you to hone in on it as a regretful thing. I want you to think about how that purchase played out in your life. And I'm not suggesting that you be non-materialistic. I'm suggesting that you just be honest with yourself. I hope you have an utterly fantastic day, and I will see you back here tomorrow. Take care. Peace.